About to listen to Bishop Kwesi Ampofo, pastor of Lighthouse Chapel International, Takari. Bishop Kwesi Ampofo has a unique teaching with a clearer understanding of the word. Get ready for an awesome time in the word and receive your blessing, healing, and prophetic word as you listen to Bishop Kwesi Ampofo. As I sing praises to your name. How curses and blessings operate. Do you remember? I'll show you how they operate. Because they don't just um, they don't just happen in the air. Amen. They happen for reasons. Um, let me read a scripture. Proverbs 26 2. As the bird by wandering, as the swallow by flying, so the curse, costless, shall not come. Amen. Say, as the bird by wandering, like when you stand outside, you see birds flying <laughs> in the air. You see, and as the, sw- the swallow by flying, so the curse costless shall not come. You see, so the Bible is teaching that when it comes to curses, and it's the same with blessings, when, when there is no cause for the curse, the curse cannot come. Amen. When there's no cause for the curse, the curse cannot come. You see, and um, in physics, we have what we call the Newton's laws of motion. Now, this pulpit will remain here until it is acted upon uh, by an external force. Is that not the case? Do you understand that? This one will remain here. You, you'll be sitting there, and you will never move until somebody comes to push you. That is called an external force. It's Newton's first law of motion. A body shall remain at rest or continue in a straight line of motion until acted upon by an external force. You get the whole thing. So if the force hits, like a car going, if another truck hits it, then it will, the car will now move in what we call a resultant vector. So it was going to Accra, but when the car hit it, it turned round to face Abuazi, do you understand? So the car has been affected by an external force. Now your life is like that. It is set on whatever course that it has been set. Do you, do you understand? Some people's lives are set for a blessing. And some people's lives are set for a cursing. Depending on who you are, your background, and what you have done before. Do you get what I'm saying? For example, somebody who has killed people, the things following him are different from somebody who hasn't killed anybody before, you see. Somebody who has been cheating people, the things following him are different from the things that are following somebody who hasn't cheated anybody before. Do you understand? 
So everybody is moving on a certain line. Now, because we are human beings and because we are in this earth and because Satan is the god of this earth, your life is moving generally in a negative direction. Everybody's life, if you don't do something about it, it will end up in a negative way. You have to do something about it, even naturally. Let's assume uh, you give birth to a baby and you don't train the baby. So the, the human being grows up in a natural way of disobedience, of pride, of disrespect. Do you understand? But when your mother or your father keeps disciplining you, they begin to turn you onto a good road, a road of self-control, a road of patience, long-suffering, a road of um, obedience, a road of compliance. You see, like if you look at what Satan has done now, many people have never experienced a father in their life before because they lived only with their mothers. And even their mothers didn't live with them. They gave them to their grandmothers. So many people did not really have parental care. It is when Jesus says to the disciples that when you are praying, say, pray like this, our Father which art in heaven. Already know, the people can't understand who a father is. They can't understand that a father thinks well for them. A father loves them. A father will discipline you but does not hate you. A father will provide for you. A father will defend you. You see, so when they grow up, they grow up fighting for themselves. They grow up as rebellious children. They grow up without discipline. So when they come to Christ, and then the Bible says, thou shalt not. They don't understand why. What do you mean by thou shalt not? I shall. What I want to do is what I do. But when I was growing up with my mother and my father, what I want to do is not what I do. My mother would say, the food is ready at five o'clock. You must eat it at five. You don't eat it when you feel like eating. You eat it when I say you should eat. That is the instruction. You see, and any, any good father or good mother, you will train your children up with strictness. You tell them, you are going to school and the story has ended. You see, so when the, when the person does not grow up in such an environment and now God is supposed to be your father, you are supposed to relate to God as your father, as somebody you trust, as somebody you love, as somebody you obey, as somebody who you look up to, then it, it's, it's foreign to, to them. You see, so, so you see, Satan's operations are very subtle. You see, and then the human beings grow up, you grow up naturally on a certain line. So instead of going straight, you, you are going this way. As soon as you are employed, you'll be sacked because you cannot submit yourself to authority. You get the whole thing. So you are already going like this. <laughs> when, when you marry, you can't submit to your husband because you don't understand what it is. You never saw it. So already your life is going like this. So for your life to shift from here to here, an external force has to be applied, which is teaching, knowledge. When you go to church, pastor will preach. When you are growing up, in society, when you go to school, you learn things. Amen. 
They will teach you etiquette for boys and girls. They will say there's siesta, sleep by force. There's lights out, sleep by force. You can't go home, although you want to go home. So even the institution also tries to turn the human being from going to the bush to putting him on the road, you see. And then apart from even these natural ways of a person, that's external force, external input. And there's a saying, every day is a classroom and everyone you meet is a teacher. You see, so apart from these natural, normal ways of learning things to straighten your life, are you get what I'm saying? There is also the spiritual part where the Bible says that we are born into sin. So our natural tendencies are sinful. And then also Satan is the God of this world. So Satan has set a lot of traps and landmines in the system. He has designed things to catch you, to snare you, to prevent you from worshipping God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you will see that naturally, spiritually, you'll be going here. But, when you met Jesus Christ and you became born again, you were shifted from going to hell to going to heaven. Now, as you are going to heaven, there, there are still external forces. Newton's first law of motion. There are still external forces trying to push you off the road. As you are going, temptations will come to drag you away. But you must fight the temptations, you see, so that you can continue going on. So Jesus said in the prayer, he said, lead us not into temptation and deliver us from evil. You, you see what I'm saying? Now, when it comes to blessings and curses, life is also, I can say, in inverted commas, governed by that. Our lives are governed by blessings and curses. Everybody's life, your life is a total of the blessings and the total of the curses in your life. Amen. There are some people, when they sit in the car, the car will have an accident. There are some people, when they sit in the car, the car will be blessed. You see, Laban said, he was talking to um, Jacob. He said, I have noticed that it is well with me because of you. You see, so the person who has come has come with a blessing that is even affecting him. The Bible says that when the Ark of the Covenant went into the house of um, Obedidon, because the Ark of the Covenant was in his house, a blessing entered his house. Even his cows did not miscarry again. And when he planted corn, it grew well. And he was blessed in his house. Why? Because of the presence of the ark, which invokes a blessing. When Balaam tried to curse Israel, they couldn't be cursed because there was a blessing on them. There was a blessing on them that you cannot be cursed. Yeah, can you imagine that? You see, so that is how life is. Some of us, our background, our family, the things we are doing, so many things are bringing 
curses or blessings into our lives. Amen. If you are blessed, you'll be surprised. Even the interview, you will not be, you will not even be called. They won't even see. They will finish the interview and they will later pick you. Not by connection. They will just pick you. So, but we did the interview. They, 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 the CEO will say that, I don't know why. <laughs> but I, I think I want, to, I want to employ her. He doesn't understand. He doesn't know. But it's like that. But you see, there's a blessing on the person. The blessing is you shall be chosen. You shall be selected. Hallelujah. Wow. Look at Joseph. Joseph, it looked as if his life was a life of calamity, isn't it? His brothers um, staged a fake death and they sold him into slavery. But when they sold him into slavery, everywhere he went in slavery, he became the first and the best. Everywhere he went, he became the Apache. Amen. In prison, he became the, the, the senior prefect in the prison. As a servant, they put, moved into Potiphar's house as a servant. He became the chief servant. Bible says that Potiphar gave everything to him in his house. So everything is under your control, apart from my wife. And even she, she wanted to force herself under his control. Then there were false allegations and he was sent to prison again. As soon as he entered prison, he became the chief prisoner. <laughs> hey! When he went into the prison cell, he went into the cell with the finance minister and the minister for um, bread and pastries. I mean government officials because you can be in the cell with a lost man horseless uh, you can be in the cell with horseless <laughs> yeah it will be well with you <laughs> but he said he went into the cell with Kwame Pepra and Kwekubaku was in cell with them important i mean you are even blessed to be with them then one day he was there and then there was a need and his name came up and he came and he solved it and then and then pharaoh said that there is nobody who i can use for this except you so from the prisoner he was made prime minister you see even by being a prisoner it disqualifies you you see, so, but he was blessed when he was in his father's house. His father chose him above all his brothers. He was blessed. You get the whole thing. So that is how life is. So you must analyze your life and say, Is my life a sum? When I add my life up, is it negative or positive? And whatever it is, you must decide to change it for a better life. Amen. What will change your life is blessings and the removal of curses in your life. But it is also one of the most difficult things people find it fine to understand. People don't bother to, to study how do I identify a curse? How do I identify a blessing? How do I induce a blessing? You see, when a woman's has come to term you know in pregnancy and if you are not if you want a baby receive a baby in jesus name whoever you are whoever you are receive a baby i just transmitted a baby to somebody i don't know who it is you see but when the woman comes to term nine months and then 
the woman does not automatically, you know, God has developed our system to that when it's time to give birth, your system will begin to induce the birth, initiate the birth process, and then your womb will begin to contract, and then it will push out the baby. It's natural. Unfortunately for some people, that natural process doesn't happen. So the doctors have to induce the labor. Do you understand what I mean by induce the labor? They have to sort of jumpstart the labor. You see, they have to sort of push you and then boom, then the labor will start. You get the whole thing. And so usually they will put some drips on you. I don't know exactly what is in it. And then it will kind of induce the contractions and all that. Dr. Amir, is that correct? Yes. So that labor can begin. So one of the things you should understand is that if I do not carry a blessing, how can I induce a blessing in my life? What can I do to bring, to attract a blessing into my life? Because there are ways to attract a blessing into your life. Amen. There are ways of attracting things. <laughs> so that is why we have been looking at this subject, curses and blessings. So that as you are there, as a human being, as a Christian, you will know how to sustain your life and then be a blessing to other people. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. One of the reasons why you are alive is to say amen. So anytime there's amen to say, say it. So now I am showing you how the curse and the blessing operates. Now, this scripture in Proverbs 26 2 says that if there is no cause, the curse will not happen. If there is no cause, the curse will not happen. Okay? So, you shouldn't always be too afraid of curses. Because if there is no cause, it cannot happen. Amen. That fetish spirit can't come and frighten you. And say, hey, I'll curse you. Why will you curse me? If there is no cause, it will not happen. Hmm? One, one day, a certain guy went to his hometown. And um, when he went, he went, his friends invited him to enjoy goat pepper soup. Do you know goat pepper soup? So he enjoyed it well, well. And then he went home. The next day at dawn, he was in his house and he heard the town crier. You see, there's somebody called a town crier. He comes with a cow, somebody called a cowbell, and then he'll be knocking it. <laughs> he had an announcement that they, they are called the town criers because. That is how the announcements were made. So somebody will be crying the announcement in the streets in the town. They do it in the morning. So he said that the fetish priest has bought an announcement that some people have stolen his goats. Now, if they don't want trouble, they should return his goats. 
You know, now, this goat is not just a normal goat. The goat himself is a fetish priest. I mean, the goat of a fetish priest is also a fetish priest. <laughs> so, the guy, he, he hasn't gone to steal any goat, so he was not okay. So, in the afternoon, he went to visit his friends. When he went, they were all morose and worried looking. So he asked them, why are you guys worried? Then he said, didn't he hear the announcement in the morning? They said, yeah, but what has it got to do with them? He said, where do you think the goats we ate yesterday came from? (laughs) Immediately he became worried and afraid. So he took his bags and left the village, came straight to Accra, and he came to see me. And he narrated his story to me. So when he narrated his story to me, I said, okay, there are certain prayers we can pray. Certain clauses. But first of all, you have to be very honest. Did you know the goat was for the Pertice priest or not? He said, no. I said, okay. I said, there was a certain king called Abimelech. Is it Abimelech is called? And he met a certain guy and a girl. And he wanted to marry the girl. And so he asked the guy, is this your wife? He said, oh no, it's my sister. Then the, chick, the king said, okay, I like her, I'll marry her. So he took her to his house to prepare her for engagement and marriage. Now, on the na- wedding night, he had a dream, the king. In the dream, he had met Elohim. Do you know Elohim? Elohim is God. It's one of his names. He met Elohim. And can you imagine you've met God in a dream? And God was shaking his finger at him. He said, you. <laughs> He said, thou art a dead man. (laughs) Can you imagine that? I mean, in in local language, we say that, we will cry and say, we will cry and say, so he asked him, why? What have I done? Elohim. Then he said, the woman that you have taken is another man's wife. Hey! For those of you who are taking other people's wives on the side, this is just a small information for you. When Elohim gets you, you will not be happy. (laughs) So he said, the woman that thou hast taken is another man's wife. Then the guy said, I didn't know. Out of the innocence of my heart have I done this. Then Elohim told him that that is why I am warning you tonight so that you don't go ahead to marry her and you don't enter into a problem but even with your intention of marrying her i have closed all the wombs of the woman in your house because you thought about marrying her i have taken a padlock every every woman in your bloodline hey i said every woman in your bloodline I have locked her womb. That's a curse right there. That's a curse. So if there was 
a woman in his family she will become barren because of something that their grandfather did then God told him he said but that man the man who lied to you and said that he's his sister he said go to him and he will pray for you and he will revoke the curse wow he will unlock the curse that's why you need a pastor so I told him let us pray I said Lord out of the innocence of his heart has he eaten this goat pepper soup therefore standing on this verse I plead for mercy may the curse not come to pass in Jesus name Amen wow hallelujah because there was a cause for the curse to happen you see and the clause you see and the curses they are like legal statements it says anyone who ate it didn't say anyone who knew ate and ate anyone who ate so when they are when the fetish piece is cursing he will start the one anyone who came to steal it may he be cursed then anyone who cooked the goat killed the goat and cooked it may he be cursed and then anyone who ate the, the goat may he be cursed now if he likes he can continue the, 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 the transaction you see he will say may their children be cursed he said may their wives never give birth again he said may their things be stolen are you understanding the whole thing yeah so that is how the curse comes and then it comes and it will land on you bam like that because there is a cause there is a cause when a married woman whose husband is being taken away and she came to the altar and in the presence of her family and in the presence of Elohim entered a contract with the man and one day you meet the man and the man proposes to you and starts a relationship with you and all that when the woman lifts up a lamentation against you and she makes a decree he will say any woman who has taken my husband may her breast wither may her face become crooked may she lose favor in life do you think it will not happen I said do you think it will not happen Uh huh. so when you are doing something you understand as you have knowledge you should always be thinking about it you see am I cheating the person because when you are cheating the person the bible says that when the laborer lift up his voice to Elohim and tells Elohim that his salary has been delayed bible says woe to the employer yeah so there is a cause so your workers will begin to curse you because they have worked for you you don't pay them 
you don't pay their salaries you don't pay their social security you don't pay them their income tax and they are struggling they suffer they find money to come to work and you, you don't you don't give them what is due them they will go into the bush and lift up their hands and say Onyame Kumikumai Hey, you better find money, even if it's a loan, <laughs> to pay your workers. Because trouble is coming. Trouble is coming. Trouble is coming. There was a certain man, he wanted to be president. They said he couldn't be because he's been to prison. The reason why he went to prison was that he wasn't paying social security of his workers. How do you think the people came to locate him? His workers were crying. Amen. You see, so I'm talking to you about how a curse and a blessing operates. Amen. And the curse will not come, neither would the blessing come if there is no cause for it. The person you are working with. Do you know what he's attracting in life? Everybody's a magnet. <laughs> Do you know what he's attracting? Hmm? Once I, I heard Bishop Oedipo, he said one day he went to preach in a country where he got there. Somebody came for him and the person as they were going, he was chatting with him. And so he asked the guy, Do you pay your tithes? And then the guy said, gave an excuse and because of that excuse has not been able to pay his tithe. He said I shouted in the car stop! <laughs> he said drop me now! <laughs> he said he got out of the car <laughs> then he called his, his um, the one who invited him. He said I cannot be in a car with somebody who doesn't pay his tithe. Malachi chapter 3 verse 11 I cannot be in the car with somebody who doesn't pay his tithe why? because he says you see this is for the one God when you pay your tithe God makes a promise to you he says I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, save the Lord of hosts. So when you don't pay your tithes, the opposite of this will happen to you. Easy. You see, you, are, you just attracted it. As soon as the month 31st passes into the next month, you've received an income. You didn't pay your tithe. And you are going. You've attracted. You've just attracted it. Do you know that if you put a shirt on a hanger and leave it for six months, right? When you come back, it will be dirty. It will be dirty. Are you aware? The room, if we leave here, lock it up for six months. When we come back, it will be dirty. Dust. Because it's attracting the dust. You see, our lives, because we are on earth, because of Satan, and because of you, you, you can easily be attracting something. And usually it may not be a very good thing. So we must consciously attract a blessing. For example, going into the house of the Lord, it attracts a blessing on your life. Having a pastor 
on over your life having him speak over your life and declare blessing over you it deposits a blessing in you but if you don't and you are just walking in the streets you are just living your life you are just moving around and just doing what you want to do you will be attracting curses but you may not know amen so anything you are doing anytime you must be wondering this thing I'm doing what am I attracting amen so we began to look at so that's how I began to teach you how if somebody is cursed how does it look like we looked at 12 ways a, a cursed person looks like and the opposite is why a blessed person then we looked at how the blessing and the curse operates so we said the first one is what they operate through words words what is said over you what is spoken over you especially by your father biological or spiritual by elders mm? and then by people over you so words the, the curse or the blessing it will come it will come through the words if you want to transmit a curse to you it must be spoken it must be spoken it must be spoken it must be spoken when 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 um israel wanted is it israel wanted to bless his children um esau and esau and no jacob and isaac when isaac wanted to bless his children jacob and esau he wanted to bless um esau and then jacob came and received the blessing remember i read that scripture to you and it's interesting that it was just words but when he has said it that's it so when esau came he said oh he said i've already blessed the one who came and he shall be blessed so the words have been spoken over his life amen the word you see you, you must sometimes look for somebody who can bless you to bless you must look for somebody who can bless you to bless you so speak over my life so I have a challenge in my life but I believe that if you just say a word into my life it will help me and it can help you it will carry you through you see so curses and blessings are transmitted by words then number two they come through physical objects you can be blessed or cursed through a physical object or place. Amen. And if you read the Bible, a good example is the anointing oil. The anointing oil is a physical object. When the person is anointed, something happens to the person. A blessing comes on the person's life. When somebody's anointed, for example, David was anointed to be king. Saul was anointed to be king. So the, the anointing oil is an example of how the oil is a blessing. When it is applied to you, something is transmitted into your life. Amen. Hallelujah. If we look at Israel, there was a time when the angel of death was coming. And this God said to them, kill a, a goat, a lamb and then mark your doorpost mark it then he said that when the angel of death 
when it sees the blood on the lintel of the house it will pass over that house so the curse will not come because of the application of the blood amen so something like communion is a physical object that carries the power to bless so if you hear we have a communion service you must join yourself to it and as we partake of the communion Paul said in the book of Corinthians that some have eaten it to bless it, to be a blessing to them some have also eaten it as a curse unto themselves amen yeah in the same example of the um, Passover the house that had the mark was a blessed house amen so when death comes because the people were living in that house they will be exempted from the curse so we have blessed places and we have cursed places we have things that can carry a blessing and things that can carry a curse Achan Achan took the accursed thing from Jericho Amen my time is virtually up. That's why I'm just saying it. Achan took the accursed thing from Jericho. He took some gold and he took some nice clothes. And he brought it and hid it in his tent. And, and Israel went to war and lost the war. And they couldn't understand. They said, how come we have lost this war? These guys went to fight. They are no match for us. Then God said that you have lost it because of the accursed thing. They said, on them and the curse was on them because of an object that was in their camp amen the bible says the scepter of wickedness shall not rest upon the land of the righteous the scepter is an object of wickedness it's cursed stolen things are cursed items and then there are cursed things there are people's witches can take a, a dress and curse it. There are cursed pictures, wall hangings. I mean, so many different things, objects that can be cursed. And they carry a link to the curse. So anyone who has it, the curse will visit you. So curses also are transmitted through physical objects you get the whole thing yeah wow the curse has come that's number three then number four is that through what you do through what you do Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1 quickly blessings and curses operate by the things that we do and don't do are you listening to me? Yeah. If you pay your tithe, a blessing comes to you. If you don't pay your tithe, a curse comes to you. Simple. Yeah. Look. Somebody bashed my car on Saturday. Not this Saturday, the Saturday before. He ran into the back of my car. In the first place, if you look at the damage on my car compared to his car, you won't. When I tell that this car hits this car, 
you will not understand it because his car was so totally spot my car you have to study it to see that it is spot and his car is not a warranty warranty car a mercedes benz they claim it is the ultimate car <laughs> they claim are you in the church saturday so the man says monday we go to police station we do field police reports do testings everything then we agree that he says he will pay tuesday morning so monday i go to my my mechanic they do the cost of repair of this car including spraying is x amount so i give it to the man tuesday morning we have a meeting i give him the invoice wednesday morning he brings me the check you understand and it has cleared when somebody gives you a check straight go to the bank cash it or pay it to your account or that the person can chop the money again it has cleared now you see i could also have had the same accident with somebody who would do me go and come go and come insurance this that three months the car will be sitting now waiting huh in tree we say any missing the car any missing the shm guys i'm talking to you now the one repair the car we have given him even all the money to repair the car it's a blessing yeah so even if you have an accident even the person you have the accident with will, will be a, a righteous person <laughs> amen hey when an alos man comes to hit your car oh you see so i'm saying that it comes by the things that we do and don't do deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1 quickly and it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the lord thy god to observe and to do all his commandments which i command thee this day that the lord thy god will set thee on high above all nations of the earth verse 2 and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the lord thy god go to 13 and the lord shall make thee the head and not the tail thou shalt be above only so from verse 3 he has been pronouncing blessings all the blessings that will happen to them up to verse 13 and the lord shall make thee the head not the tail thou shalt be above only thou shalt not be beneath if thou hearken unto the commandments of the lord thy god which i command thee this day to observe and to do notice to do okay next verse and thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which i command thee this day to the right hand or to the left to go after other gods to serve them verse 15 but everybody say but i don't hear your but or but 
shall come to pass if thou will not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all not almost all all his commandments and his statutes which I command thee this day that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee hey next verse cursed shall thou be in the city cursed shall thou be in the field next verse quickly cursed shall be thy basket and thy store oh cursed shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy land the increase of thy king and the flock of thy sheep next verse cursed shall thou be when thou comest in cursed shall thou be when thou goest out wow he said the lord shall send upon thee cursing vexation and rebuke in all that thou settest thy hand unto for to do until thou be destroyed and until thou perish quickly because of the wickedness of thy doings whereby thou hast forsaken me hey the Lord shall make the pestilence cleave unto thee until he have consumed thee from up the land and more. I'll just do a, a list of curses and blessings last week, so I, but this is just a preview. <laughs> Amen. So when I say that the curse, it comes by what you do and what you don't do. This is what we are talking about. And when you take the whole Bible, when you take the whole Bible, you see that the Bible shows us what to do and what we shouldn't do. And it shows you what happens when you do the things you should not do. It shows you what happens when you don't put yourself under the hand of the Almighty. Hey, the Bible talks about how the people who trust in the Lord shall be saved. The Bible talks about how the people who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings as eagles. They will run and they will not be weary. They will walk and not be faint. Hmm? They that wait upon the Lord. The Bible keeps so many things. So as we read and study the Bible, you say, oh, I want to be blessed. I want my children to be blessed. They look for some verses and they do them. I want more money in my life. Look for some verses and do them. I want favor of God. You look for verses and do them. That is how it is. I want these curses to leave me. You look for more blessings and do them until it negates your curse. And then if you have a pastor or if you have yourself, you be born again, you have the Holy Ghost in you, you can pray certain prayers and we shall teach you how to pray. And revoke the curse. My repentance. May, the, may God deliver you from a curse. Then the last way, the last way, number four. I didn't have it last week, but number four. So number four. Blessings and curses come by being who you are. It comes by being who you are. Jericho. There was a curse on Jericho. Joshua laid a curse on Jericho. He said that the one who rebuilt these walls, he will lay the foundation upon the life of his firstborn. And he would build, he would set the gate on the life of his lastborn. 
he cursed the city. He said, nobody should build the city again. Whoever builds it, the day he starts, his firstborn will die. And the day he finishes, his lastborn will die. It was a curse. I, I like the scripture that talks about it being done. So according to the word with the Lord spoke through Joshua. First Kings 16.34 In his days, go back one verse. Go back one verse. He says that Ahab made a groove and Ahab did more to provoke the Lord God of Israel to anger him than all the kings of Israel that were before him. Are you sure? 34. In his days did Hiel, Bethelite, build Jericho. Mm-hmm. He laid the foundation thereof in Abiram, his firstborn, and set up the gates thereof in his youngest son, Segub, according to the word of the Lord, which is spake by Joshua, the son of Nun. Can we find where Joshua spoke it? So this first Kings is Joshua 6.26. I show it here. And Joshua adjured them at that time, saying, Cursed be the man before the Lord that raiseth up and buildeth this city, Jericho. He shall lay the foundation thereof in his firstborn, and in his youngest son shall he set up the gates of it. Go back to first kings. So you see that Segub and Abiram were cursed because they were the firstborn and the lastborn of their father. They, they had not done anything in terms of they. But who, who they were, who they were. I said who they were. They were the eldest and the youngest. Amen. Sometimes some cases are operating because of who you are. Amen. You are the firstborn of something. You are the secondborn of something. You see the woman in Genesis who God locked their wombs. They hadn't done anything. But they were family members of the king who was going to marry somebody's wife and so because of that a curse was coming to them so the fourth way a curse or a blessing comes to you is by who you are so in the same way you are blessed you see like bishop dag he's pronounced some blessings over the church so by being a member of the church there are certain blessings that are your portion hallelujah you must know them, locate them, and then um, walk in them powerfully. Amen. Yeah. There are some blessings that come on you because of who you are. You are a member of this. You are a part of that. You are whatever. You are a pastor. You are a shepherd. You see, Miriam and, and Aaron they had a problem with Moses and I'm ending with this one they had a problem with Moses and so they did Aluta they said that we need to sit down make you preach every day <laughs> make you misbehave every day he said you are not the only one that the spirit of God has prophesied through so they revolted against Moses Miriam and Aaron 
then God called them for a meeting when God landed the judgment came unto Miriam so the Bible says Miriam became a leper and she was taken out of the congregation of Israel now the question is why did Aaron also not become a leper because he was a part of the revolt amen don't forget Aaron was the one who made the golden calf for the people when God Moses came on the scene was angry and punishment was coming who died 23,000 or so of the people the F opened and swallowed them did Aaron go with them no when the leprosy came Miriam got the leprosy did Aaron become a leper no do you know why because of the priesthood because of the priesthood David made a mistake counted Israel angel of death came killed thousands of the Israelites but didn't kill David why because of the priesthood in his case he was also the king and then in his case he was also God's favorite amen so you see as we are there in the world you must see that this is how I can be blessed so I will walk in it and I will get as much blessing as I can get for my life so my life will be okay including becoming a favorite of God if you know that God likes singing and songs and David was God's favorite what was one of David's peculiarity singing and songs when it's time to worship here I am to worship here I am to bow down here I am to say that you're my Lord you will worship God from your heart if your phone is ringing, you will not respond. Some of you, when you are worshiping, your phone is ringing, you are answering. Common human being, even if it's even a wrong number. I'm in church. I'm in the presence of my God. I cannot attend to anybody else apart from God. And God will say, Ah, this is my daughter. I like her, pal. The way she is. So you see that even if you do some wrongs it does not work against you because the favor of God is upon your life one day some guy came he said there was a certain lady that I was working with and he said look I have evidence against this lady who is working with you that you trust so much and you shouldn't trust her she's like this, she's like this she's like this. he took his laptop he's coming to give me physical evidence so at that point I said brother hold on I said I want him to understand that nothing that he says can change my mind about this person I will never stand against her she is who she is so I think that he should just even keep his information my mind cannot change (laughs) my mind is set Amen. Yeah. Like you, if I hear you are in cell, we will not say we don't know you. 
we will come and visit you. <laughs> we will come and visit you. We will come and pray with you. We will come and support you in the cell. We will not take ourselves away from you because we are with you. Our loyalty is to you. Our loyalty. So I told the guy, my loyalty is to her, not to you. You are a stranger. I don't even know you. You see, so the girl has favor. That person has favor with me. You can also have favor with God. So that what is due you will not come to you. Malachi three seventeen. And they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts, in the day when I make up my jewels, I will spare them as a man spareth his own son that serves him. That serves him. This is God speaking. That is why I love to serve God. That's why I love to do something for God. That is why I want to be active for God. Because it will, a day will come, God has to spare you. You see, to spare you means that you should have been judged. In Isaiah, the Bible calls it the lawful captive. The lawful captive. He said, so the scripture says, even the lawful captive shall be set free. God can spare you. God will not say that you did this, you did that, you did this, you did this. God said that I will spare him as a, a son who serves his father. There are some people who don't serve the father. May you become a servant of the Lord. And you can't serve God in a virtual way. The only way to serve God is in the church. The only way to serve God is in the church. Many of you have spoken with you. You see, every time I talk, I'll be telling you that, look, I have to find something for you to do in church. I have to find, you see, when you find something to do in the house of the Lord, be it sweeping, cleaning, repairing, singing, in the prayer team, something, something to do in the church. It brings you into a position of favor and blessing. The blessing comes to you. Blessing comes to you. Blessing comes to you. Amen. So by be, by who you are. And I would encourage you, become a servant of the Lord. When you are moving around and heaven is looking down on you, they say, well, that's one of the servants. One of the servants. One of the servants. One of the servants. Then you send an angel, a blessing. You say, deliver him. Protect him. Keep him. Provide for him. Ah, is he in an interview? He said, Look, put then he write a note. He said that choose this one. Then they go and open the heart of the one who is doing the interview and put it in his heart. When he sees you know, he says, Ah, <laughs> what is your name? Joseph. Oh, wow. I don't know. I, uh, look, tell all the people to go home. <laughs> I found the one that I want. <laughs> He starts singing, I found it. <laughs> He's found the one that he wants. Oh, church, listen. God wants you to be blessed too. The, the acrobats in your life is too much. You are you fast for nothing. There are things that you should just do. It will make you a blessed person. Yeah. You are here. We have prayer meeting in church. Saturday morning. Six to nine. Join it. 
become those that cry to the Lord for his church that one alone it attracts a blessing to you you are staying at home you are sleeping in your house the only work you do is for yourself are you not afraid are you not afraid Elohim is the one responsible for our lives he is the one in charge and all he says is that look let's do something small for me join the choir join the ashes join the choreography form a drama group do something in the church join the prayer warriors invite somebody to church do something Elohim will look at you and say that this one he is helping my church this one because of him my church is going on this one is doing this in the church this one is contributing to the church because of that blessing I'm telling you your prayers are even not necessary you should be praying for the church to work you have been praying for your life all this time nothing has happened start working for God say pastor I want to work for God say pastor I want to serve God you say pastor what can I do what can you do? Number one, come to church every time. Number two, come for convention where there's a convention. Number three, come to church with somebody the whole week. Invite somebody to church. Number four, join an area fellowship. You said it, we 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 said it. We said it. One day when you die, then God will show you. you. See all your blessings, you didn't collect them. He said, ah, I needed them. He said, that car was for me. He said, yeah. He said, I walked, Lord, I walked. In fact, even my leg was crooked because of the walking. He said, yeah. It was your car. <laughs> Every three years, there was a new one scheduled for you. All you had to do to you had to activate it. All you have to do is to do something in the church. Uh, first service choir. <laughs> don't allow Satan to delete you. I said, first service choir. Don't let allow Satan to delete you. Must decide that we shall not die. <laughs> We shall live. We shall do well. We shall grow. It should grow. It should become 50 people in the choir. In the name of Jesus. Forgive the time. Father, lift up your hand. Father, have mercy on us. And bless your people. As a pastor, as their pastor, I revoke the curses over their lives. That can be revoked around the unfortunate situations that they find themselves in. And Lord, I open their eyes to the power of the knowledge of the scriptures. From today, may they understand how to be blessed. And may they understand how to remove themselves from a curse. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. And everybody say, Amen. blessed by this message. For copies of this message, visit our Vision Bookshop at our church premise near Wampo One. Would you sing it with me? I worship you, great I am.